I V M. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Triangle Offense. I'm Munish and as always I'm joined by Nishant. On today's episode, we want to speak about a star that we thought was coming, but he hasn't arrived yet. Zan Williamson, what's up with him? Uh, he's been struggling with uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. Honestly, I've seen more highlights of him when he was in college than as an NBA player. So, on today's episode, we'll focus on Zion and the New Orleans Pelicans and what's happening with them. Why they're not yet in the playoff contention zone? Because they have really... Brandon Ingram is performing like an all-star. He's, he was the most improved player last year. He's even more improved this year. But Zion Williamson hasn't really risen up to the challenge. So, we'll focus on that. Hey, Nishant. Uh, what's up with Zion Williamson? Have you seen him play lately? I have. Uh, has his coach seen him play lately? Because it, it <laughs> looks like either nobody is watching it and giving him the kind of guidance he needs or somebody in that franchise is actively preventing him from from like playing balls out all the time. Yeah, I mean, uh, so I was looking at some numbers and, his, and I've watched his games and his offense seems okay. I mean, he's getting those points. He's he's great on the offensive rebounding side. He, he shows that effort. My worry with him is as a defender, he leaves the team one man shot. It's pretty much players are running past him. It's like it looks like they're defending with four instead of five, and it kind of shows in the results that New Orleans Pelicans have not been getting uh, wins when he's on the floor. He, they've not been getting points. Is it something to do with? Uh, there are multiple reasons this could be, right? Is it something to do with yeah. uh, him not putting enough effort as a demotivated player? Uh, him not putting effort as a <clears> result <throat> of being as a result of the fear of injuries because he's had mm. one last season, a mm. big one. Uh, which made him miss most of the season. A result of the strategy because they don't know what they're doing. Uh, they have yeah. multiple big people on the floor. Like Steven Adams is there. Zion Williams is there. Right. And they don't know what really they're trying to achieve over there. Uh, it could be multiple reasons. What do you think is going on there? Yeah, I don't think they're treating Zion as a big as they shouldn't. He's 6'5". Yeah, he's got incredible leaping ability. But I don't think they expect him to uh, play or or serve them as a as a 4 or 5. I don't think that's the expectation mm-hmm. now. Um yeah, I've I've con- I've thought about all of these, right? And then let's let's take them one on one at face value, one by one. Sorry, mm-hmm. the first is that is is Zion Williamson overly cautious of avoiding injury? And none of his play on offense suggests that that's yeah. what it is. Like even in bad games, you will see those highlight plays. You will see those uh, needlessly acrobatic finishes. Uh, needlessly, I'm saying only from the perspective of uh, avoiding injury. Otherwise, it's always. Yeah. Welcome to uh, to see someone like him show off his ability, but so I so I don't think that's what uh, is is stopping him. Is it um, is it his coach and the org? I, yeah, I pro- maybe I've always had the sense that they've been needlessly overprotective of of Zion, mm-hmm. um, especially when he came back from the bubble last year. He was a yeah. young guy, eighteen, nineteen, whatever injuries he's had. Unless you've come out and declared that it's something like an Achilles or an ACL tear and it's career threatening. Whatever injuries he's had and niggles he's had, uh, either you're not telling us something and there's something very seriously wrong with him and there's something that that you fear can snap at any point. Because otherwise, I didn't get why an 18, 19-year-old coming off of a five-month hiatus that the entire league gave him uh, still needs restricted minutes and and was only unleashed later on. And they really didn't go for it. They couldn't give a damn about where they finished that season. I said, all right, cool. Maybe you said, let the season go. Let's come back stronger next year. But they haven't come back stronger next year. It's the right. same or probably even worse than it was. We bet so much on the futures of these kids. Um, I remember at the start of the season, we said these guys are a lock for a playoff spot because right. of the team that they have and how fast they're developing. But they're not, are they? Um, they haven't secured Lonzo's future. 
So the jury is, uh, is still out on whether they want to keep him or not. If not, that will be a very interesting uh, free agent pickup for a lot of teams because he mm-hmm. can defend too. He can play, make and defend. Mm-hmm. Then there's Brandon Ingram. I don't know if he's improved really this season because his numbers are largely the same. The production is largely the same. What he can and cannot do is largely the same. And there's no real difference to to team impact or team performance either. So I don't know if, if Ingram has, has improved necessarily. As Zion, no, the numbers again are, are the same. He's putting up largely the same numbers on pretty much the same uh, shooting accuracy, but with more minutes played per game. That's a worrying sign. The trend should be upwards at this young age, not down. Not stagnant, not down. So all, all of these things combined, and, and there's one other factor that, that I think we should consider, which is why are we expecting defense from Zion? Like what led us to believe that this guy... Uh, we should flat out expect that he'll be good because a lot of rookies aren't great mm-hmm. defensively. It's something, mm-hmm. it's it's one of the last things you, like Luka Doncic still doesn't know how to defend. He's improving, he's picking up maybe three years down the line, he's going to be a good defender in the league. But right mm-hmm. now, no clue. Defense is not his thing, right? Very clearly not his thing. There are players who go through their entire career not picking up defense and not having the IQ to perform on defense. So what, what led us to believe Zion would be a good defender? Are we perhaps misled by those highlight plays we saw in college. We saw these monster blocks. Maybe those monster blocks were just that, an indication of how high he can jump and how fast he can move across the court, rather than an indication of defensive IQ, positional awareness, and, and the ability to get clutch stops. Maybe he was never that guy. Maybe those those big blocks and highlight uh, montages kind of misled us in, into believing he's going to be a ready-made defender. Not saying he can't defend, but I'm saying it's fine. Uh, at this stage, I'm not mm-hmm. as worried about his his lack of elite defense, if I can call it that, mm-hmm. uh, as I am about the trend going down or largely being stagnant. Now, I'll temper okay. all this by reminding everyone that last season and this season combined, Zion is still yet to play even half a season of NBA basketball. True. So it's entirely yeah, positive, okay. possible, possible that the judgment is a bit harsh. Um, but he is the number one draft pick. And yes. I looked at Jamarant halfway through the season last season, looked more of a lock to be a, a great player and, and an all-star in the years to come than Zion is right now. Zion right now is an all-star on the basis of the highlight plays, not on the basis right. of how good he is overall. Because right. there's a lot of guys that can ultimately put up the kind of production that he's putting up right now and still not get a look in into the all-star game he's largely going to come in on a popular vote at this stage so it's it's a it's a young player with whose whose upside is largely predicated upon his uh, genetic freak of nature build and not necessarily on skill right now and scouts are not wrong to value that but this is one of those it can go either way kind of cases and if he has a great career it's still going to fall short of expectations because the hype has been unreal so far. The hype has been nothing short of LeBron James. Absolutely. I remember when we uh, when the draft pick took place last season and then we saw his highlight reels and they were yeah. hyping up to the level of what LeBron James got, what, 15 years ago, 16 years yeah. ago, right? Uh, so, it's kind of disappointing that Zion has not lived up to that because everyone was really excited to see this walking, talking, six foot five who could just slam the yeah. ball into the crowds with his blocks. Yeah. And that has not really happened. Uh, 
I think yes, we might be a little harsh on him because, like you said, he's not yet played. Like he's played like forty games in his career, so sure. that's a little too harsh, I believe. But uh, expected more from him. That's pretty much yeah, the for reason sure, for, for sure. this entire talk, right? Yeah, I want to. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, I just wanted to point out when because uh, because you mentioned that we might be too harsh, and I agree. It may be just you know, he's, he's less than forty games old in the NBA, so that's that's definitely an angle to consider. But uh, expanding on the Jamarant angle that I introduced uh-huh. just just a short while uh-huh. ago, it's his career progression is what you would expect from from the best rookie in the league. Let's just say that last season he right. picked up Rookie of the Year, and for me it's even more of a joke now that there was mm-hmm. even an argument that was trying to be made um, that Z- Zion de- deserves Rookie of the Year for the numbers mm-hmm. he put up in like. 20, 25 games that he played. It's, it's atrocious that seasoned, well-respected sports journalists even suggested something like this after Jamaran did what he did for the entirety of the season on a bum yeah. team where he didn't have as much support as, as Zion has at, at, at in New Orleans. Jamaran this season is significantly better. He's yeah. averaging nearly five points a game more. His assists are largely the same. Rebounds have gone down a bit, but he, he's a point guard. Why, why are we looking at, at rebounds? It's not mm-hmm. like every point guard in the game should be a triple-double machine. So rebounds are slightly down. I'll give you that. But his defense has improved. Just the eye test. Numerically, it's improved too. But just the eye test, you can tell he's putting in a lot more um, yep. effort and, and he's, he's a lot more aware tactically of where to yep. be on the court and when. And shooting percentage efficiency has gone up big time like his true shooting has gone up like six percentage points mm-hmm. um that's the trajectory i'd expect from the best rookie in the league or a top three rookie in the league from last season coming into sophomore year with zion right. it's largely been stagnant or in fact regressed a bit it's it's less than half a season in the league games wise but that's not a great that's not a great sign and I'll, i'm looking to the coaching with a player this young you never question the player you always question the coaching and what they're doing to put him in positions to improve Mm-hmm. So even uh, when you talked about the top three rookies, right? I was looking at RJ Barrett's numbers. His numbers have gone up significantly. He looks yeah. like a player that they predicted him to be. And when they did the draft last year, there was a big thing about how the top three were so good. And then there was a big fall in the standard of right. the four, five, six, right? So Jean Morant has improved. RJ Barrett surprisingly has improved. Uh, New York Knicks are doing well. But the Pelicans and Zion Williamson kind of remained stagnant. Right. What do you think the Pelicans do from here? Because uh, I was looking at them like a top team. Brandon Ingram is out there playing like an... He's playing like an all-star player. Let's put it that way. Zion Williamson was there, whom we expected to be that kind of level. And they had enough draft picks to trade for a big star and actually make a run for it. Maybe this year, maybe next year. But that somehow doesn't seem to work out. Uh, do you think they can still do that? Or do you think there's still an upside to this team? I think if if I if I'm the GM running the Pelicans right now, I want to see what Zion's best is, and I want to see what Brandon Ingram's best is. We've seen Brandon Ingram rise to the level of an All Star, but give me give me your best games, best run of games. Give me Zion's best run of games. So I know what I have. So I know what I need. I I need to see what gaps need to be plugged. Um, there's also the call of what do you do with Lonzo? They've not extended him, so he's a free agent at the end of the year. That's a big right. hole to plug because he's your starting point guard. Whatever the dependency, that's a hole to plug for sure. So, so what are you thinking in that position? Because if you want to trade for a point guard, 
okay who's available not not that great not that deep a field if you want to draft a point guard uh mm-hmm. is it another tanking season that you're looking at and once that question's answered then there's the question of what to do with those draft picks are you going to need one of those picks are you going to will up are you willing to give up a bunch of them and then there's what do you get in return do you go for a, a bradley beal what what piece do you need because do you just need a, an elite scorer do you need a two way player do you need a wing do you need a a leader that can tie all this together like is it is it enough for you to get a gordon hayward type all star kind of all star player that that can deliver production or do you need a chris paul sort of leader that will come in and galvanize all these young guys like how he is doing in phoenix or how he did last season with okc mm-hmm. all of these questions can only be accurately answered once they see what this team's capable of what the ceiling is at this point i don't even think they're trying like i'm i'm confused with the pelicans right now if you want to tank go ahead and tank if you want to go for it go for it at least the knicks are are, are overachieving outperforming beyond anyone's wildest expectations same with the cavs right. what are these guys doing it's it's confusing to me at this stage so where would you if you had to pick a new orleans pelicans standings for the end of the regular season where would you put them would you put them still in the top 10 do you think they can really make a run for it and stay yeah. in contention or nah forget it we'll we'll try again next year yeah, this this seem really confuses me like <laughs> even now they can, of course they can be a top 10 team if they go for it do yep. they want to go for it or are they going to tank from this point on it's really anyone's guess but i'll say this this team can absolutely make the top 10 and then gun for a a play in game kind of run of success and just mm-hmm. see the post season just get there play yep. play a series and and learn what it's like to go up against the same team again and again and again where you have a chance to make adjustments and improve but they also have a chance to pick you apart tactically that that experience is priceless especially when you've mm-hmm. got a team as young as um, as the pelicans yeah and when we say young it's not really all that young right they have the experience of steven adams they have eric bledsoe who they've added who's really seen playoff <laughs> but steven yeah, adams really done in the playoffs Uh, he's been there that's what has best been there eric bledsoe has been, been there but he's been off side what eric bledsoe has been there he's never done anything in the playoffs either twice <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so um and also it's one thing to have players that can guide you in the playoffs and sure bledsoe and steven adams have had some experience there but it's another to to live that experience to to be there yeah. and see for yourself because let's so steven adams they'll tell you about the pressure they'll tell you about how teams can make adjustments and come back at you and all of that and maybe they can prep you in terms of you know take things slow let the game come to you all of that kind of tempered advice that youngsters usually need like ad was giving coos last year kuzma um, what they can't tell you is how does it feel to be zion williamson and have the defense treat you like zion williamson in the playoffs that yeah. that's got to be experienced so it's the same for brandon ingram same for lonzo so it it'll be valuable for them the question is do they really want to go for it or just outright tank from this point on all right so that was the new orleans pelicans and that was a take on them uh, it'd be interesting to follow their progress especially that of zion williamson uh, we'll keep our eyes on them and i think he'll come up uh, plenty of times during the course of the season <laughs> whether he has a good game or whether he has a bad game i know that he's going to be under the uh, spotlight all the time isn't for it? sure Mm-hmm. So that's about the New Orleans Pelicans. That's all for today. Uh, we'll catch up tomorrow after today's games. All right, peace.